What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Lauda, what do you have? Guys, I had a really cool story about iPhones and all these things, but do you know what? What? We're not going to do that. We're not going to do that because earlier today we found out that Mason unfollowed Lindsay on Twitter. Yeah. And you guys already know that. Yeah. And then Mason we- claims, by the way, FYI, that he uh, that he never followed her. Lindsay disputes that. Um, and also, just for the record, management made the switch. Stop bothering Kaplan and stop bothering Mason <laughs> on the producers. Right. Okay? And then a caller dropped the bomb saying that it wasn't Mason or Christopher Ireland. Morales, was Morales was the instigator. And Morales is actually in the studio. I can oh, see him right Oh, look at that. Here. So Look you guys at are that. Gonna be able to talk Look to him. at that. Christopher is here. Guys, um, what's going on? So Hi, wow, it, it sounds like you're like you're doing the voiceover, but you're like really here. It's weird to be live and in color and pressing the flesh. I guess I'm yeah. only pressing the flesh with Laura, but we're all here together. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let me let me backtrack here. So let's start with the stuff that we started the show with, and what since we're doing what you need to know. Okay, what you need to know is that Lindsay came into the text chat saying that Mason unfollowed her on Twitter. Now, Christopher, you've known Steve Mason for how many years? Gosh, I mean, I think it's been about fifteen. Okay, 15 years. Um, Mason claims he never followed her. It wasn't that he fo- that he unfollowed that he never followed her. Lindsay, you dispute that, correct? Yeah, it was a bit on the show. And, like, I'm sure if we really wanted to track it down, we can track down the exact moment where he was like, I now follow you, okay? Like, okay. That, that was a thing. Totally, so totally Christ- happened. Christopher, how do you feel about this uh, scandal that I we believe, have I, I got to believe, Mace, that he actually didn't follow her. I, that sounds like a Mason thing. Let's be honest. Doesn't it? No, it was a thing on the show where, you know, and I'm pretty sure you did imaging about it where he finally started following me and it was a big funny bit. Like, ha ha ha, Mason doesn't follow the new producer. And then he did and that was the end Is of that it. what I sound like? I go, ha ha ha? <laughs> Is that what I do, Lindsay? <laughs> I mean, no. you're still mad about that Tony, Tony, Tony thing, but that's okay. I digress. Go ahead, George. Uh, so anyway, that Tony, Tony, Tony thing was weird. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> um, the... Now, it, now, a caller, JR, just said that because then I was told that Mason said that he, he, him and Ireland are hipper than us. And I was like, well, wait a second. No, 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 no. I said hipper than Cap. Hipper than Cap, which I stand by that 100%. That is what he said. Because Laura played it during the break. That is what he said. That's but what I said in the, the imaging. That right. I no, but, but on Twitter? Again, you, I stand back to my point. Hipper than Cap. But, so wait, wait, but wait, 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 wait. It was framed to it? me. Hold on, hold on. It was framed to me that it was hipper than us, right? Like they no, were hipper than us. Did you guys us. hear it? I, I said no, hipper no. than Cap. Let me hear it. Because JR called in and said that you were the instigator here. Let's play it. If we have it, let's hear it. Stand by. Okay. Standing by. You want to trade? Is that no, what you, no, you want no, to no trade to? Yeah, see, Ireland can't respond to this one with like, oh, get your ratings up, because that won't work for the afternoon show there doing quite well but i do want to do something i don't do often i want to defend mason and ireland because even though cap may do that bit i think mason and ireland are still hipper than cap no matter what actually i'll guarantee that so there we go there's the tape that's audio evidence george sedona okay i'll guarantee it okay 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 like the guy from the men's warehouse i guarantee it now now i don't believe that now mason is also claiming and i believe him you know when i listened to the audio of what mason and ireland actually said they said that what they were bagging on Scott about was that he didn't know pop culture, which is a fact. It is a fact. I, but I don't think that has anything to do with hipness necessarily. Well, it goes to a whole theme that was happening yesterday. First off, 
they took a shot at Travis and Sliwa and John did Why? What did they say there? Well, it was my fault for saying that now begins, you know, it was the first day everyone's back, a new lineup. John had been on vacation, and I started the show by having the big voice guy go, it's time for the Travis and Sliwa postgame show. So I might have started that one. (laughs) (laughs) Might have started that one. Might have. (laughs) But again, Mason and I sort of have an understanding. As long as we don't go too, we don't go to the white meat on each other too often. I mean, but for Mason, that's kind of the white meat. No, but he played it? it off. He played it off very funny. I was very happy how Mace played it off. And then John did his whole, oh, well, tell Travis and Sliwa they can go back to Albuquerque. We've seen many Travis and Sliwas, and they need to get their ratings up. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, my goodness. So wow. that kind of started the theme. And then, of mm. course, John did the thing. Mason was pretty clean on all this yesterday. But then John did the whole bit yes, uh, about, oh, you can listen to us and then go listen to the Dodgers game. And it was like, John, really? And then I did a whole bit about Sedano and Cap is on it. So all this was sort of building yesterday. Everyone's yeah, did, sort of I in did, a testy mood right now. I did about that, by the way. I did, I, when I heard Ireland say that, I was like, hey, everybody, you know, just listen to our show, and then when we're done, you can go watch the Dodger game. I was like, uh, hello? Right. Maybe you could say, hey. Well, wait a second. To- Ireland is notorious for doing that, because when I used to work on the morning show, he used to say, I was listening to Dan Patrick right, earlier today. exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I love John, but he, I, I, he has this, like, weird Tourette's of just telling people uh, things he probably shouldn't say. Like, it's fine for you to listen to Dan Patrick. I love Dan Patrick, okay? Um, but, you know, I, I don't listen to him over our show, or if I do, I don't say it. <laughs> Good Lord. Well, you only listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Key. and then Correct. Well, especially, now that, especially now that Key and Max are together. So it's speaking key. of Keyshawn, I, I know we're into this Lindsey Mace thing, but, you know, that's like we've seen that episode so many times on television. I mean, come on. So the an interesting thing is that Keyshawn, so key. you know, I know you want to go with this, is that Kaplan has this thing where he's basically tweeting at Keyshawn every day. And you I don't are? think I don't think it's a secret that Keyshawn like his Twitter is on my phone as well. I help him with social media. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, there you go. Oh, you did not know that Christopher <laughs> is also Keyshawn? Where have no you been? <laughs> I had no idea. Wow. <laughs> no, no, Keyshawn does do some tweets, but No, I he does. Him. No, you can but you can tell when it's Key and when it's you. I, didn't I know think. that. That's great. I do assist him in these things. Yeah, that's why I follow him follow him along like a puppy dog there, Kat. Oh, now it makes yeah. a lot more sense. But go every ahead. morning I get these alerts early, like at 6:15 of Cap tweeting at Keyshawn, at Max, <laughs> at Stephen A. And I'm just like, oh, okay, I'll throw him a like. I'll be nice today. And then he'll be like, thanks, Keyshawn, for the like. And I'm like, oh, this is rough. Did you really do that, Kaplan? No, I did not. Because <laughs> you made Kaplan sound pretty pathetic there, and I don't let feel me like explain, that's nice. Let me explain what I said. So okay. today, I turn on my television. This is early this morning. Yeah. Stephen A has Key on the show. On, on first, first take. take. Yeah, yeah. And Stephen A is calling Key... By the name Keyshawn. Right. Now, uh, about two weeks ago at Hollywood Park Casino, Key came walking in. He did have a puppy dog following him. And when he sat down, I referred to him as Keyshawn. And he corrected me and told me, I go by Key. And I said, okay, Key, I didn't realize that, you know. I'll call you Key. You were trying to be respectful by calling him Keyshawn. It was the first time. Which, by the way, which, which, by the way, for you. Well, I, I feel like was the right move. I if I were in, if I were you, I would have done that too because you could be a little too chummy too quickly. Is what well, I, would say. I I wanted to um, I wanted to kind of get into his grill from the very beginning because I had heard him call in earlier on Mason in Ireland and he was very uncomfortable when they brought up Max joining the show. So I already knew that that was exactly where I was starting. But when I called him Keyshawn, he was corrected me and called himself Key. So I then called him Key. 
And so now every time somebody says Keyshawn, I want to remind everybody he prefers to go by Key. But Stephen so A. Is was that why you Keyshawn. tweeted? That's so long. I mean, he's so wordy. So thanks. So Keyshawn got called Keyshawn by Stephen A. And I had to remind Stephen A. Hey, Stephen A. Just doing you a favor here. But your new co-host on Wednesdays prefers to go by Key. At right. which point, apparently, Chris replied to my tweet as Key. I well, didn't know that. You know, sometimes that happens. Anyway, here's the other thing. I want to air this out, Kaplan, because now Sedano's here. Yeah. A, I don't follow him along like a puppy dog. And Keyshawn, because Sedano, you weren't here for this. Kaplan's whole point the next day was, I make fun of everybody on the station. I instigate all these bits, but yet do. I don't do that with Key. Well, Cap, you haven't been around here Oh, very no, long. that's not true. Exactly. That is so not true. My job for that four years true. was torturing Keyshawn every yeah. morning. I mean, Key. he used to literally do a bit about Keyshawn calling him a dinosaur. Like, I played the Jurassic Park music dinosaur. and told yes. him to settle down. Yes. Okay, we're best friends, Kaplan. Okay, we FaceTime three, four times a day. So They me, do. It is, it is weird. They, so me following oh, him adorable. along, it's, it's out of work. That's all. It's out of love. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's not because you guys are best friends. Well, no, it is, but that's how it, it developed. Both. Yeah, it's oh. both. That's how it it's developed, both. Cap. But oh, Chris, very cute. I, I, very I have adorable. never. Chris used to get on Keyshawn's last nerve every morning. Yeah, that's how it. That's how the friendship was born. Well, it's very cute. I also it's got on his adorable. last nerve. But yes, that, you did. That, but then we, we had to make some changes. But anyway, uh, <laughs> much like wait, the whole Chris. producer. Anyway, I don't want to go there. Anyway, wait, wait, um, Chris, Chris, <laughs> yes. I want to. I want to get. But one Key thing and I are good now. Yeah, no, 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 you're good. Yeah, yeah, you're good. All right, let me let me ask a question. Yes. So today is Wednesday. Yes. And the golf tournament is happening on Friday. And I Th feel that like is correct. Is yes, of, it is, is happening Friday thing because it's at your home course, Black Gold. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And In we're your all going to be there. Yes. Right. Yeah. We're all going to be there. We're all going to broadcast from there. There's a big event yeah. going on. There's there's mm -hmm. the big tournament. Between the whole Mishbuch is going to be there. The yeah. whole Mishbuch is in the house. Tell us how the planning is going. And really, George, I want to know from you, when are you planning on coming? Are you golfing? Are you drinking? Are you hanging out? Are you only no, going to be I'm there for No, I'm not golfing. I'm literally, go I'm literally going there to do the show. I have to do the jump earlier that day, and I'm driving oh, of course. straight from I mean, downtown. You know, TV. TV. To, to the golf. Got TV to do, you know, TV. Yeah. What was your point, Kaplan? My point is, is I want to hear how the final prep is going for the big golf tournament on Friday, because I'm coming early. Because I want to hang out. I want to meet the sponsors. I want to meet the listeners. I want to hang out. And as you like to say, press the flesh. Oh, you got to press the flesh. You got to come I'm early and you got to come off. So, I'm anyway, in. what we're going to do is we're going to start at 7 a.m. on social media at ESPN Los Angeles on the range, watching, uh, not Travis, but watching Mason and Ireland warm up for their battle. Oh, yeah. Mason and Ireland won the first taste of blood. And that'll happen at 7 30. They'll tee off. And it may go an hour, it may go 10 minutes. We'll just see how much Mason's got in him. And then, of course, we'll start broadcasting live at 9.55 a.m. across the radio station, all nine hours, live from Black Gold, all the sights and sounds of the ESPN LA Golf Classic, presented by our friends at SoCal Hyundai, Coors Light, and, of course, Cap's favorite, Sunday Swagger. So the oh, planning's listen. going great. And, you know, we didn't get to do this last year, so it's great to have this happen this year. And then around 10 a.m., Keyshawn Johnson, the one and only, will again do the ceremonial first shot from the course, and we'll uh, be broadcasting that live as well. This is going to be a monster event. And let me tell you something, um, Chris. You can rock a Sunday swagger on a Monday oh. or a Friday. or It doesn't have to just be on Sunday, just to be clear. Okay. And by the way, you can get 20% off when you use our promo code GOLF at sundayswagger.com. Oh, that's Did good. You happen that to was check good. Me that out? was good. You're a professional. Did you check me out on Monday on Labor Day at the horse races at Del Mar, rocking some Sunday swagger? Did it was you check nice. Me out? The funny thing about that, and I meant to do this. I know. We're Can running. you save that for the other yeah, side? Yeah, let's do it on the other. Let's tease it. Let's tease it. Let's do that on the other side. Good Plus, I, I, 
There, the Hall of Fame announcements came out today, and it reminded me of something that Dodger fans should be annoyed about. I'll, I'll get to that as well on the other side. Stick around for that. We're back in a couple of minutes. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at Shopify.com/network. All lowercase. Go to Shopify.com/network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify.com/network. How is that? Love that line. All right, Sedano Cap with you here. Lindsay hanging out with us, uh, of course, as she's the new producer of the show. Radio Tinder's coming up at 5.30, right? So we got that. Make sure you stick around for that. I forgot. Why didn't I? Yeah, I'm such a dope. Uh, I didn't realize that when I was putting together the rundown today. But anyway. Um, but I'm teasing it now, so people will be tuning in, because it was the highest-rated segment on the station, I believe, uh, thanks to you, Lindsay. So you have brought that here, because it's your thing. Um but Christopher is here. So, Christopher, you were wrapping up a conversation about the golf tournament that we're having on Friday. And, uh, you know, we were uh, having fun at Mason and Ireland's expense. So feel free to finish what you were saying. I am uh, still I following Producer Lindsay on Twitter, by the way, for the record. Nice. Thanks, Chris. Nice. Appreciate you. Of course. So Kaplan was mentioning that he was rocking a Sunday Swagger polo. Of course, a great sponsor of our ESPN LA Golf By concert. the way, Kaplan picked the same That's what shirt I You just I took my story, George. Oh, sorry. So, Kaplan, you, you rocked that on Instagram at Del Mar or mm-hmm. wherever you were. Yep. And Sedano called me the next day. We talk often, much like Keyshawn I and I. You and I don't talk often. Yeah, I would say that after Keyshawn, it's like me and you. Yeah, probably. Well, can yeah. I just, I just want to say one thing about that. That is because one time I texted you privately, you and I, Chris, thinking that it was just you and me. Uh-huh. And you're like, oh, no, you can't talk to me unless the entire group is involved. It was a bit. <laughs> <I> was <screaming. laughs> like, no, don't you look gotta, at me in the eyes. Listen, well, here's the thing. Christopher and I also have a lot of history together. We go so way I back. Think that, I, I, I think that there's that. Um, you know, we go back, you know, I don't know, 15 years. Oh, like yeah. Maybe well, more than that now. You I know? was skinny so it's back like, then. Yeah. So, I mean, ish. So, whoa, um, whoa I mean, shots We're being fired. honest. You know what I'm saying? Like, brutal honesty. So, but, you know, look, we, we've, we've been through a lot together. You know, we've, we've cried together. We've laughed together. Uh, you know, but so there, there's a thing. Like, you can't just be like Chris. I don't know if Chris has room for three people in his life that deal with him daily. I don't know if he does or he doesn't either, but I think I'd like to take a shot at being one of his new boyfriends. So wow. Chris, <laughs> we, could do it. we could do it, Cap, you know. Anyway, so, gosh, I mean, now I see what you're saying, George. Kaplan, like, you're ready to talk about something, and then Kaplan just sucks the air right out of it, and you're like, you know what? I just don't feel like he, I know I'm done. All right, go ahead. You're talking Sunday swagger shirt. I'm rocking it yeah, at Del Yeah, you're wearing the on same Monday. one I got. Yes. Sedano calls the next day and goes, damn it, Kaplan's got the same shirt as me. And I'm like, well, I think Cap's got many Sunday swagger polos because he loves the brand. So right. hopefully on Friday at our golf tournament, you won't wear the same one. Oh, yeah, no, I, I won't I, be wearing that one. Okay, good, because I didn't want us to look like the uh, Thompson twins or something. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> no, we won't. I- I'm going to rock something. I'm going to go into that my. There used Sunday to be a show here, collection. the Thompson twins, wasn't it? <laughs> it might have been. Yes. I'm We've had a lot of shows my, here on the station. I'm, I'm going Let's into not my go Sunday down the list of. Collection. 
let, hold on. Let's not go down the list of people who've had shows on this station because yeah. we can go on for a long time. Yeah. Point is, I'm going deep into my Sunday Swagger collection okay. for, for Friday, and I'm going to yeah. find something that I know that only I can pull off. Okay, cool. That's great. That's great because I want to wear that one because it's the only one I have. Mm-hmm. So. What time will you be Sunday there, Cap, Swagger? on Friday? What time do you want me to be there? What time can we hang out together? Oh, well, there's a lot of work to be done. What time, I might be too time, busy to hang uh, out. Can so. you play any See, golf See, you, you just skip the foreplay and go straight to the sex. He you goes want right to hang in. out with him. He the does. man's busy. But I will appear. I think Corporate Greg and I are planning to appear on the show live with you because you're you, where you guys are going to be are going to be with all the people, all the people that played, up mm-hmm. on the balcony overlooking the 18th hole at Black Gold in Yorba Linda. So I think we'll pop on a lot during the, during the show and, okay. and talk about what happened that day and all the excitement. Yeah, do okay. reports I, I, from the course. I, I've got, before I get to this Dodger thing, which I'm not going to get to this segment because just this is the way it's going. Um, I'll get to it at 540, I swear. Because Cap is so long-winded? Well, no. It's, both, it's, it's a little bit both of you at this point. But oh. anyway. Oh, okay. Um, I've got an update <laughs> from Steve I thought I was Mason. quick, but that's, oh, what I, Mason? I, I got an update from Steve Mason. So Steve Mason and I have been texting, and uh, we were talking about the Twitter thing. So he unfollowed Lindsay on Twitter, or Lindsay says that he unfollowed her on Twitter. Um, Mason is standing to this, okay? He is sticking to this story that he never followed her and that he only half pays attention to this stuff. At one point, Ireland asked him why he doesn't follow him, why, he doesn't, why Mason doesn't follow Ireland, and that he's oblivious. And Mason said he just checked. He doesn't even follow John. Now, now, there was a time where Steve Mason didn't follow me on social media, and then one day he just popped up. I just assumed he did, and he didn't. So, Lindsay, are you 100% certain that Steve Mason yes, followed you Yes, I mean, if we're, really gonna, if we're really going to do this silly dance, I will go back and find the audio, because the only reason I even know that he followed me was because it was a bit on the show. Okay. Okay, I, I would like to interject here with a theory. Now, we found out that Morales, and I didn't know this, I was the only one in the, in the dark here, we found out that Chris Morales actually handles Key's social media. Correct? Some of it. Well, some I, of I don't it. know if everyone found that. Out. I think you definitely found it. Out. Right. Maybe some people in the audience did as well. Yeah. I just know that. Out. Is it possible? I'm throwing out a theory here. Is it possible mm-hmm. that Morales handles Steve Mason? No, no absolutely no, no, no. not. No, definitely look at not. his look at his Twitter. He definitely no does. way. Now see, Chris, Lindsay, no. Lindsay, you're not making this better. Lindsay's just throwing shade wherever she can. <laughs> That's not shade. I'm just saying. Look at Keyshawn's, like you know, Key. Mason inter Key. You know, he doesn't really interact as much, and he just kind of posts stuff. He posts content, things related to him in the show and whatever. Yeah, Mason in interacts right. with people. Yeah, right. like he right. on and on and on when threads and stuff. You know, yeah. posts about his pop culture podcast, all that stuff. I feel yeah. like such a culture dope, pop. by the way, because I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Key is really helping the station, and I'm a year <laughs> in, and he's he's put, putting out some tweets. He's commenting on stuff that I'm putting out there, all to find out that it's Keyshawn's account. But it's really Morales. I feel like a complete a-hole. Okay? I can't believe you didn't know that. I didn't know. Oh, my God. That's I so good. Know. That actually might be the funniest thing I've heard all day today. I, mean, I just I saw a tweet knew... that yeah, go ahead. Mason followed Lindsay on Instagram but not Twitter, and I think that might be correct. Nope. That was that was more recently. The Twitter thing was when I first started working. Well, was there. he jealous of you on Instagram? Well, that was a whole bit we did to create yeah, uh, Lindsay. I Facebook. heard that. Yeah. yeah. Do we now have to preface everything that we say with this is a bit, just like people do when they say, like, off the record, you know, just so nobody has, gets upset? I mean, perhaps. Perhaps. 
Radio Tinder's coming up at 5.30 this afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> we just got a live that. liner on the air. Well, that was fantastic. And just to what correct did... you, it was the number one segment on the local portion of the day. Keyshawn in the morning is... Uh, is oh, wow. Look at that. Key. Key in the morning. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. You can hear that each weekday until 10 a.m. Maximilian. Uh, I actually love that Max is on the show. I'm very, I'm a big fan of Max, as you know that. I used to fill in for his other show. Well, yeah. Uh, so it was. Uh, so I, I'm happy to hear Max, even though I'm gonna be honest, I don't get in the car all that often, that early. But nonetheless, I mean, you love that show so much, you would take time off of this show just to go do that show. No, and by the way, I would, we don't need to be in the car. You can just use the app. What? I guess that's. But I have two little kids. I got to deal with early in the morning. It's not that easy. Well, that's my um, excuse for not knowing about movies and movie stars. What's that? Because you have now I got kids. four kids. I'm like, I don't know these movies. I don't but your know these kids movie are stars. watching movies, aren't they? And aren't your kids yeah. adults? Yeah. Two of them. Two of them are adults. Yeah, but you didn't even know the movie Get Out. That was like three years ago. Yeah, that yeah. one got past me. Yeah. It got past you? Yeah. yeah. I was watching Homeland or Ray Donovan or Game of Thrones. You know, I don't think I'm as, I'm as un uh, uh, pop culture as oh. you guys think I am. It's just that I watch series. I don't necessarily love watching movies. That's you know? fine. That's fine. That, it's fine. Listen, Captain, as I said earlier, I love you for all your flaws, bro. That's a lot good. of love, then. Yeah, really. It's <laughs> <laughs> a lot of love. And by the way, think about my flaws. He, you know what his biggest flaw is? He doesn't know a lot of movies. God, he's Well, I don't know about guy. that. Let's not say that's your biggest he's flaw. He's horrible, this guy. <laughs> I mean, let's slow down a little bit on that's your biggest flaw, right? Like, let's relax a little bit. Thank you, Laura. Appreciate that. Um, so anyway, uh, well, Christopher, it was great hearing your voice. I it was nice doing this. It's been a while, George, since we've done live radio together. Okay. Yeah, Chris, before you go, I just have one question, which is this. Oh, Jesus. Have this you take seen six my Mercedes <laughs> outfit today on Twitter? Yes or no? Uh, as the great Pebbles once said, do you want to ride in my Mercedes, boy? Oh, yeah. do you know Pebbles? Yeah. Lindsay does not know that. No yeah. way. She no chance. She knows that, Lindsay. What is it again? Uh, Pebbles. You know the uh, the daughter of of uh, no, Barney not that Pebbles and uh, Betty on the Flintstones. No. Pebbles. Pebbles. I do know that Mercedes Pebbles. boy. Yeah. Do you know the song? Um, I don't think so. No. I mean, I might if I heard it. Yeah. Laura will try to find it. In the meantime, Radio Tinder is up next. The highest rated local segment, Christopher, uh, on the station is now with us because it's Lindsay's thing and she took it with her and it's now. Uh, a part of this show. And it's coming up in three minutes and 45 seconds. Stick around. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! Splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Islands. All right, guys. So... Radio Tinder. And what he forgot to say was follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Lindsay Baseball. 
We have to make go. sure I have to get that in there to be nice and annoying and obnoxious for everybody. Well, you also right. have to make up for the lost, you know, Twitter follower you lost earlier. That's true. Exactly. So exactly. follow her there just to make up for the lost follower or the follower who never followed her, whatever it is. That's Please do. And thank you so much. All right. Yeah. So speaking of uh, Twitter and social media, Matt Damon appeared to forget the first rule of having a secret Instagram account, which is Uh-oh. never reveal that you have a secret Instagram account. <laughs> During a recent interview with GQ, he copped to occasionally using IG to post pictures of his kids saying, Quote, I have 76 followers and I've done 40 posts since 2013. So it might not seem like much, but it was more than enough information for internet sleuths to track down an account with the handle Oh Damn Matt. And that fit the exact description that he gave in the interview. So do you guys believe in having burner social media accounts, just like Matt no. Damon? Swipe left no. or swipe right? Swipe left on that. It's just stupid. First of all, I have I have I mean, you could go and see for yourself. Like, I interact less and less on social media every damn day. I used to be a big Twitter person. Like, I used to tweet all the time. I Now, I like, I like people's stuff when they send funny stuff to us. I will read it on the air. I, I definitely use it when we're on the show. But, but I generally use it kind of just to promote stuff I'm doing. Maybe if I'm watching a game, a quick, like, thought and just kind of go into what I'm watching or a movie or whatever – but I, I don't spend as much time on it. I certainly don't use Instagram all that often. Um, so, like, yeah, I, I just – having a burner account? Like, I can barely manage my own damn account. Cap, well, what about you? Do you have a burner account? Huh? I, huh? I, Do you? I'm going I'm to swipe left. I don't have any burner accounts, although, frankly, I should. I should have a burner account that's like Scotty157320. You know what I mean? Like just a name with a number. Scotty Hottie. Yeah, I should have I should have no followers whatsoever, and I should have just joined Twitter or Instagram like the day before. That should be my burner account. And I should go out there and just rip away at everybody. But I don't. But I will say one thing about this whole situation. My girlfriend and I. We do have a, what I'll call a secret Instagram account. Oh. Okay, so that's a burner account. That is a burner, yeah. But the only thing is. You share it? No, that's the point. So we don't share it, but we both might post pictures of stuff about our relationship. This is going to sound really, really not cool at all. This sounds a lot like Matt Damon. Go on. So so she and I will create, she created this account, Mm -hmm. and, um, we never really, you know, we don't tell people about it, but we post pictures there that only she and I can see. And I'm like, why do we do this? Because yeah, we why don't you just pictures. text it to each other? Or you I, could create, you know, on your phone, you can create like um, on your photos if you have an iPhone, right? Yeah, like there's shared a, album. Yeah, there's a shared album that you can yeah. create. Yeah, I just found out yesterday that um, in the calendar on your phone, you can like unlock all the holidays that you want to appear on your calendar. And I'm like, I never know when my own Jewish holidays are. Like, it was Rosh Hashanah last night, and I'm eating cheeseburgers at a baseball game. What's wrong right. with that? Yeah. So I'm not, listen. So is your, is, your, is your private secret Instagram, I mean, your secret Instagram, is it private or is it public? No, it's totally private. Like, nobody oh, else so knows stupid. about it except me and her. That's pointless. Yeah, I, I, right. If it's just you and her, you should just create a shared album on your iPhone. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, I will what- say... Go ahead. That's what my wife and like her brothers do, like to share pictures about like each other's kids and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it saves you a lot of uh, clouds or space on your phone, and it only goes into the cloud. But yeah, I will say, yeah. 
I have to agree with Sedano on like the whole social media, Twitter and Instagram thing. I was very active on it, but I've noticed just over the past, especially the past year or two, maybe it's people being stuck at home from quarantine and COVID and everything that they were just bored, but people have gotten really nasty online. And I feel like Twitter has become a very toxic place. So, you know, I post on Instagram here and there, Twitter, I'm not really interactive on there, but I do have an OnlyFans where I actually talk to people that actually like me on there. You know, I don't get, I don't get a whole lot of hate on there. So I I went, I I went like 10 or 12 days not posting anything on Twitter. And it was the nicest thing ever. And do you know what got me to come, to come back out of the Twitter, like rabbit hole? I happened to look, um, on Twitter the day all that, remember that Javi, that whole story about the Mets and Javi buys and the thumbs down thing when you hit the home run or whatever him and, uh, the other kid, what's the kid's name? He's an LA kid. Um, um, Francis, Pal- it was not Francis Pilar, Pilar, oh. Pilar, and, and yes. Pilar's the LA kid. Um, and, uh, and right. And Francisco Lindor was the other guy. Um, that guy, what got me to come out was Buster. O- a guy come out, <laughs> come came out, out of Twitter. Hiding. You came out on Twitter. That's yes, nice. Yes. No, I did not do that. Come out of Twitter hiding per se was Buster only tweeted this. Okay. And I respect Buster. I've known, you know, I, I've worked with Buster for a long time now, obviously, but he wrote this tweet, and it got me to, to, to just kind of be like, what? Like, this is crazy. It's, he's wrote, it's impossible to think another uh, of another prospective free agent that made, made a bigger public relations mistake than Javier Baez did today. Burn one bridge severely damaged his chances with other teams. Francisco Lindor needs to prepare an explanation for his participation, too. To which I responded in quote tweet. Like, I was so incensed. And, and I sit, you know why? Because I feel like the Latino guys, and I've said this before, so stop me if you heard this before. Well, actually, don't stop me. Let me say it real quick. I feel like the Latino guys always get the, the, the brunt of this criticism of they just can't be like themselves, right? And I, like, so I responded to Buster by saying, yo, Jack McDowell, how about him? He gave the Yankee fans the finger in mm-hmm. 1995 getting booed out of Yankee Stadium, all right? Um, and, and Javier Baez, basically, what happened was that he, yeah, they booed him. And then he came out, used the fans as motivation to ultimately help those fans succeed more and try to win games. Like, and I'm like, how is that a bad thing? Like, I don't even understand. Like, were Mets fans that thin-skinned? They, they dish it out so much they couldn't take it. Like, that thing just pissed me off on a number of different levels, and that's when I broke my Twitter silence after 11 days or whatever. Oh, it wasn't when, anyway. when Miami was playing Alabama and you were pretty much live-tweeting the game, that wasn't it? Oh, no, that was way after I'd already broken oh, the Twitter silence. It, yeah, it, I was it. sitting there drinking whiskeys on a plane. Uh, but now, Laura, <laughs> Laura, no, you don't have a burner, do you? No, I don't have none of that. I don't got time for that. Yeah, thank mm-hmm. you. All right, no. easy enough. Next, no Lindsay, go ahead. All right, so Lizzo revealed that she's a serial ghoster during a recent interview with BBC Radio. A ghoster, of course, is someone who suddenly cuts off communication with dates that she's no longer interested in. Lizzo told a listener on the radio show that she thought ghosting after two dates was perfectly okay. She admitted that she knows ghosting is a bad habit and she apologized for it anytime she's ever called out. Now, therapists say that somebody who ghosts another person is likely afraid of conflict and doesn't like to confront things. I'm going to ask all three of you, have you ever ghosted (laughs) someone? Like, relationship, friend, whatever. Swipe left or swipe right. All right, I'll Uh, jump in. Go, go. All right, I'll swipe right. Um, I agree with the therapist. The therapist is right that when you ghost somebody, it is because you are fearful of conflict. As for the answer, have I ever ghosted anybody? I have just become a person who, in my middle age, by the way, who 
always just tells the truth. I've, I've, I used to like to try and tell little white lies, little fibs here and there, and then I would get myself all trapped. Like, what did I say? When did I say it? Am I going to get caught more in a bigger lie? So I just completely go honest. I, honesty is it for me. So I'm out on ghosting. Yeah, I, I'm also swiping left on that one, and it's mostly because I, I, I'm with you, Kaplan. Like, I'm too old for this bleep. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I, I'm not in high school anymore. You know what I mean? Like, we've got to act like a adult at some point. And honesty is the best policy. Lindsay, when I first, when you and I first had a conversation, what did I tell you? That you're an open book and you're very honest. And I said, so right, am I. I'm going to tell you. Right. Whether you like it or not, I'm going to tell you how I feel. Okay. But you're always going to know how I feel. And I feel like that's the best way to have a relationship. So I, I think ghosting is silly. Now, look, I do think that there are times you can tell someone, hey, I'm not in the mood to have that conversation right now. That's not ghosting. That's just telling them, hey, I want to have it later. Ghosting is not even responding at all. Right. right? That's, right. My, right. that's my understanding yeah. of it. So, yeah, I would swipe left. Now, Lauda, you listen. Yes. I, I, I'm going to say that. You know, I'm going to be a little stereotypical here of our people. Okay. okay. All right. Our people can be a little petty. Okay. So ghosting is a thing in our community. Are you a ghoster? I am swiping left because oh, okay. I'm not a ghoster. I'm very straight up and said, I don't know. You know Good that. Good for you. <laughs> a lot of the guys in here know that. I'm very, very straight up. I don't got time for that. I'm too grown. Now, young Laura, like 20-year-old uh -oh. Laura... Yeah, uh -oh. because I was like, I don't got I don't got time for you and I don't need to explain myself to why I don't want you around. But now as an adult, like I've been ghosted and I don't like it. So I'm swiping left. All right. One more, Linz. Go ahead. And I will say I've been ghosted. It's the worst thing ever. And so I'll never do it to anybody else. By the way, All it right. sucks in lots of different relationships. It doesn't have to just be a, a romantic deal. I mean, yeah. think about a business relationship. You got something going with oh, somebody and all sucks. of a sudden they just yeah. fall off the face of the earth. Don't ghost me. Yeah. At least tell me what's up. Like I right. get that. I'd rather hear no than nothing. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Last one here. So LeBron is taking his talents from remaking Space Jam to remaking it another classic movie from the 90s, House Party. When it was announced oh. that LeBron's production company, Spring Hill, was handling a House Party remake, many fans took to Twitter to voice their displeasure. In an interview with TMZ, Power Star Rotimi assured fans that LeBron's upcoming remake will be just fine, saying, We knew that creating a generational movie like that and touching that legacy, we have to bring our A-game. So we didn't take it lightly, and it's just going to be super funny. Are you guys in on LeBron's House Party remake? Swipe left or swipe right? I have a question first, and it, perhaps this is not. I feel like I'm doing. I'm pulling an LZ here. Uh, you know, uh, may, you know, LZ's voice still lives on certainly uh, in me right now. Um, it, do we know if the movie's rated R? We don't know that, but I mean, I'm gonna assume it is, right? Okay, if it is, then I will swipe right. If it isn't, then I'm swiping left. So there's a little bit of a caveat. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Good answer. That works. Kaplan? I'm swiping left. I'm out. I don't like remakes. I feel like Hollywood should come up with original ideas. By the way, the original House Party, Kid and Play. Um, I love Kid and Play. I like their raps. I like their dances. I like the high top fade. I like the movies. A pajama jammy jam. I'm down with all of it. So I don't <laughs> like the fact that, that LeBron's going to remake it. Like, let's come up with some original concepts here. That's all I'm saying. Now, Lauda, I heard your voice when she first re uh, mentioned the remake of Kid and Play's House Party. What uh -huh. happened? Go ahead. No. So I mean, left. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. Okay. I'm leaving it at that.
Okay, fair enough. All right, that is Radio Tinder each and every day at 4, excuse me, 5.30 here on the station. So mark your calendars, set an alarm, do what you got to do. All right, coming up next, finally, we'll get into this Hall of Fame announcement thing and ultimately how Dodger fans are going to be reminded of something that is super annoying or should be super annoying. We'll get into that coming up in about two minutes. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Oh, yeah. Today is the anniversary of Let's Get It On by Marvin Gaye hitting number one on the Billboard charts September 8th, 1973. Man, that's a long-ass time. Uh, So almost 50 years. It's crazy. Mm. Now, I'd love to hear from... The audience here, and we can start here at 877-710-ESPN. What is the best baby-making song? Because this, for, for a generation, this is it. Um, but I would imagine that there's others. Like, you know, if I had to think of a baby-making song, it's Pony. You know what I'm saying? Like, for, for a, my generation. It's a little nastier. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. I just don't know how many of these people really, like, baby making is funny to me because that's the last thing I'm thinking about when I'm in that mood is babies and making right. one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't, this this uh, Marvin Gaye song, Let's Get It On, it, it is what I would call cliche. People will say, oh, that's a great making love kind of song. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, uh, it doesn't really do much for me. You know, well, now, you're you're not of that generation. Though. Well, I'm, but I'm I'm a I'm more partial to a Barry White song than I am to a Marvin Gaye song. Which which, which Barry White song? I would can't get probably, enough of your love. I would. Hey, can't can't my darling, ah, uh, uh, I can't get enough. Of your I don't love, feel like baby. that's a sexual song though. Like, well, I don't no, but it of... gets the party going. You're out. Right. You're drinking. You know, you're dancing. You're doing your thing. That song comes on, and then it's it's automatic. You know, you're going home. And it's get downtime, you know. Well, <laughs> it's, the, is that what you call it? Get downtime. Well, get I mean, down. in this particular instance, it's time to do do the dirty. You know what I'm saying? It's time to get down. Uh, the dirty. Now, now, Laura, you had a suggestion that I thought was corny. Okay, but you didn't. Okay, you said you didn't say baby making music. That was a little diff. Baby making music, and then let's do some other stuff. Because, like Lindsay said, when I'm doing that, I'm not thinking about having a baby. Like, ain't no, nobody got time not. that. Right, Correct. but I said, "Boys to men, um, I'll make love." I'll make to love you. to you. That's the one that I said. But, I was like, "Come on, man!" But but we weren't talking about baby. Ain't nobody, you know ain't nobody saying? since like seventh grade prom back in like I, I don't know, nineteen eighty nine was getting no, down to boy. You I know, love uh, boys to men. I, I, I I'll make know. love to you, okay? I'm not gonna sing. So wait, Close your eyes. Okay. let's explain. Th- it's not like love songs. They're like songs you're trying to play to get someone in the mood. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. They're to- totally different things. Yeah. Like Pony is nasty. Well, you. Pump yeah. and Grind by R. Kelly is nasty. If you if you put Pony and is the right person, I mean, I'm just saying. But you know, Bow. you, got, you gotta you just know <laughs> what song to play and what who are you, you are. right. 
You just look, Cap. You just gotta know mm-hmm. in what stage you're in in that situation to Correct. play what song. Because right. if you play the wrong song and you're in the wrong stage, you killed yeah. the game. A million percent. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. A million percent. I think you could go with like anything, pretty much anything by the weekend, and be okay. I think so. Now, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think so. It's pretty good. You know, it's not pony, but it's yes. good. It's not Tony, Tony, Tony all up in no, it. No, Tony, Tony, he's not baby <laughs> making music. Um, so anyway, hit us up, 877-710-ESPN, which is the song that does it. Which is by the, the way, song. By the way, I'm taking this very seriously, with. George. Yes. Taking this very seriously. If, if people mm-hmm. are going to call with lovemaking songs, I'm writing a list. I'm going to build that list. I'm going to try it, and then I'm going to report back how it goes. Okay, there you go. Make the playlist for Rachel, and we'll see well, how that goes. Real quick, I have a few for you. You can add, like I said, any of songs by the weekend, pretty much. Um, Anytime, Any Place by Janet Jackson. That's a good one. Mm. Um, Maybe Nobody by Keith Sweat. A little throwback, but still a good one. How about Genuine? Um, so anxious. Yeah, that's a great song. Great, yeah. great song. Yeah. Um, Or like that D'Angelo song. I forget what it's called. But you know the one video where yeah, he's naked? Yeah, I know what you're talking about, but I don't know the title of this. You mean, yeah. um, I think it's uh, Let's Make Love Tonight, Baby? Is that the one? No, no, that's not it. I just made that title up. <laughs> <laughs> How about Jodeci? Ooh. What song? Freaking You. Yeah, that's a good one. Freaking with you. Um, My Body by LSG. It's a good one, too, actually. Uh, think about it. All right, 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. On the Dodgers. So today, Lindsay, you had informed me that today was the Hall of Fame announcement, right? Derek Jeter or whatever. Is, who else is on that list this year? Um, It wasn't a very uh, lengthy list. They did the in- intro- inductions, right? Yeah, it was oh, right, very right. nice of the Baseball Hall of Fame to actually have. You ready for this? A Hall of Hall Fame. Hall of Famers. Yeah, because some years they don't, right? Right, like there are years that go by, they're like, hey, we decided nobody's good enough to get into our Hall of Fame. Like, I am not into the Baseball Hall of Fame at all just for things like that. But I must say that Derek Jeter is one of the greatest players of what I'll call my generation, you know? Um, And to me, to to hear Derek Jeter was going into the Baseball Hall of Fame today, I was like, okay, you know what? Now you're perking up my interest. Okay, I'm with you. Yeah. So anyway, that wasn't the reason I got into it, because what, what happened was I, you know, Lindsay told me that. And then I looked on ESPN.com and the first thing I saw on the front page of ESPN.com was this huge story uh, about Mike Piazza. And it was about something Mike Piazza did as a Met. And it got me thinking, man, you know what? If I were a Dodger fan, I'd love to hear from Laura. I'd still be pissed off at Mike Piazza for going into the Hall of Fame as a Met as opposed to the Dodgers. Like, that would still annoy me. Like, Laura, does that annoy you that Mike Piazza, who was drafted, might I add, in the 62nd damn round, okay, by the Dodgers? The Dodgers put everything into this man, helped develop this man. I'm not saying he didn't have anything to do with it, because clearly he had to be uh, part of the process here. But they drafted him in the 62nd round as a favor to Tommy Lasorda. Right. Um... A close friend of Piazza's father from back in Pennsylvania. I think he's okay? the godfather like to Piazza's brother or something like something that. Something crazy like yeah. that, right. So, and man, like, it just was fascinating to me. I remember at the time being like, really? He's going in as a Met? Like, they had about the same amount of time. But, you know, 
And I know he turned down, uh, you know, whatever it was, the Dodgers deal, and the Dodgers traded him. I remember Fred Clare was the GM, and Fred Clare wanted to wanted to quit because he found out that ownership traded Mike Piazza, and he had no idea. Even though they had offered him at the time, I believe it was like a record $80 million or something like that. But, Laura, does it still bother you that Mike Piazza is a, went into the Hall of Fame as a Met? Yeah, I grew up watching. I used to love going to go see him, and I'm like, what the hell are you doing? As a Dodger fan, I'm offended. Yeah. I'm offended. I mean, Lindsay, I you're a huge baseball that's... fan. That that doesn't feel weird to you? I, I'm on the I other side of this. I think it's weird. I don't think no, so. No. I don't I think wait, you don't weird. think so, Kaplan? No, I don't think so at all. Um, why? Well, listen, here's why. Mike Piazza came up through the Dodger organization. George, you've made a compelling point about him being a late-round draft choice, and it's true. There was a relationship with the family and Tommy Lasorda, and Piazza grows up in the Dodger organization and goes from a guy, when you're a 62nd-round draft choice in baseball, the likelihood of you making it to the major leagues are like 1 in 10 million. Okay? It's hard enough for a first-round draft choice to make it to the major leagues, but at least they have the benefit of being a first-round draft choice. When I think of the prime of Piazza's career, I mean the real prime of it, I think of him as playing for the Mets. I think of the Subway Series, World Series back in 1999, as I recall, where Piazza is the star of the Mets and Jeter is the star of the Yankees. And those two teams going toe-to-toe, I think of Piazza. And remember when he was facing Roger Clemens? And he, he got broke drilled his in bat, the head. Yeah. And, and then, um, you know, he's walking down to first base. And, you know, he's, he didn't want any of that Clemens smoke. But I, my point is, is that if you're a Dodger fan and you grew up in L.A., you might be offended like Laura is and think that Piazza is a, a Dodger. If you're a Mets fan, you're like, no, kind of the prime of his career. And when the Mets were really good, it was Piazza's team. And I think he actually played a little bit longer in the major leagues with the Mets than he did the Dodgers. One more year, but he actually had better years with the Dodgers, I thought, than he did with the Mets. The other um, thing we don't know for sure, because sometimes what baseball teams do is they'll pay a guy, go in as our guy, not their guy, even though you played for them and people consider you that guy. Yeah. Baseball well, let's teams go, will pay let, somebody. Let, let's go to Paul in Huntington Beach. Paul, what's up? Hey, man, thanks for my call. I appreciate you. I'm driving home having a nice day, and you got to bring up Piazza being a Met and get me all my mad bad. Again, man. I'm sorry. It came dude, to mind because I, of the Hall of Fame induction stuff today. <laughs> and you know what the truth is, though, dude, that, like, when Piazza was here, he was the strongest man in SoCal. He and Karos and Nomo and Mondesi, they were doing their thing, and the Dodgers were good, not great, for a lot of reasons. And Piazza was, a, was an excellent player, and he was, he was the heart and soul of, the Dodger, of Dodger baseball. The Dodgers offered him a boatload of money. The richest contract in the sport. Richest contract in the sport at the time. Yes. That's right. And he turned it down. All right? He turned it down. Now, Fred Clare was a totally impotent uh, GM by that point. Fox was a brand-new ownership group. And these jerk-offs rolled in, and they thought they were going to roll Piazza out of town and make a statement. And all they did was set the franchise back seven or eight years. Piazza gets out of town, and people forget. You go back and check it out. He spoke poorly about Vin Scully. There was talk about I remember Vin that. said something yeah. about the contract. Yeah, Piazza yeah. shoots back at Vin. You know what, Mike? You you could be Tommy's godson all you want. God rest his soul, Tommy, and all that stuff. And we do love Mike's time here, but you do not get to speak badly about Vin on the way out. You can go be a 
Oh, my. Did his phone just I, cut off? I mean, I, he was just we, about he to get was, really angry. We lost him there, but he yeah, was fired up. And listen, br- keep bringing it because I, that's the way I would feel. Like, I, I would be very anti-Mike Piazza still, and it would still annoy me to this day. That's my that point. That, that's right, exactly well, my let, point, let, let, Let's talk about it on the other side because i got to go to a break. We're way up against it, okay? So, real, real quick, we'll continue that discussion in a moment. I do have a lot of football stuff that I want to get to in the next hour as well. Plus, uh, LeBron versus Barkley is fascinating. 